So in today's Tanya, Rabbi Schneir Zalman continues on the theme that we explored yesterday, the idea of the upside of Torah over any other mitzvah, and that is that you internalize God. I remember when I was younger, I mentioned this yesterday, but I want to take it in a different angle. One of the big questions people had, and I had, is, is it relevant? Is Torah relevant? And the answer is that, yes, Torah is always relevant, but not always is it so applicable and relevant in the way we find it. In other words, sometimes its relevance is in the fact that it teaches us how to think. But then there's a deeper point, and that is, what is relevant? When we say something's relevant, is baking cookies relevant? Is chatting about the weather or about fashion what relevant? No, it isn't. And yet we call it relevant because it interests us. So with Torah, the question is not, is it relevant? The question is, do I want to have a relationship with Hashem? And if I want to have a relationship with Hashem, then whether I see the applicability of it or not is kind of irrelevant because I just want to have a relationship and what interests him interests me. And if for some reason Hashem decided to articulate his wisdom into what we might consider dry halacha or very analytical Talmud or very mystical Hasidut and maybe you know our personality doesn't resonate. Some of us love halacha, some of us don't really like it. Some of us love the mystical elements. Some of us don't really like it. But again, yes, we should spend most of our time studying Torah that we enjoy because then we'll do it with more passion. But that doesn't mean we have to neglect the rest of Torah because ultimately all of Torah is Hashem's message. All of Torah is Hashem talking to us. And that's why Torah is referred to as food, your Torah is in my intestines, because literally we're digesting Torah. And if you see it that way, that each time you get to have a shear, each time you turn on this WhatsApp and we learn Torah together, you're digesting God, and it consumes you, every part of you. And more and more you start being a godly person. think about that, that the more godliness you infect yourself with, you inject yourself with, you vaccinate yourself with, the more you're vaccinated against the world. We should be vaccinating ourselves, excuse the pun, but, you know, in, in today's vernacular, against the pessimism of our world or the materialism of our world. How do we do it? By thinking godly. And that is injecting Torah, and that's why, again, Talmud Torah connected Kulam, that Torah is everything, comparison to everything, and that's why in the world to come, we're told that Torah is the nourishment of the souls, because the soul, the nourishment is the internal inspiration of the souls, versus mitzvot, which are the clothing of the soul in heaven. What does that mean? As we said yesterday, when I do a mitzvah, I put on tefillin, I wear talis, or I do Shabbos candles, etc. It's not as internalized as Torah, so it's like more a external inspiration. And that's like clothing, which is obviously powerful, but it's not nearly as powerful as the food and the Torah that we all inject inside of us. Tomorrow we move on after spending three chapters. Chapter 2, 
three, four, and five, actually four chapters. After spending four chapters analyzing the Nefesh Elokit, the godly soul, we're now going to spend three chapters, six, seven, and eight, analyzing the animal soul and what makes it tick. Some of this stuff will be quite surprising. And then in chapter nine, we move on to the battle between these two souls. I look forward to continue this journey with you in the coming days.